0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Lori Rubinson. Sports Radio, 101.9 FM. The Fan, WFAN. Welcome to the program. Lori Rubinson here with you talking sports and having fun. Mr. Connor Green behind the glass. Uh, You can join me. On the phone, 877-337-6666. Phone lines are open. Or on Twitter, at LRubinson. Danielle and I chatting it up, having fun, <laughs> talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers and his offensive line. So I didn't even have a chance to tweet it out there. But yes, the program, it's starting. The phone lines, they're open. You can join me. I'll read out some tweets. By the way, great guests for you. We've got... Connor Hughes, NFL insider from SNY. We're going to do some Giants and Jets with him. We got Tim Healy from Newsday on the Mets. And then Yankee fans, we got a little therapy. Usually my sports therapy tends to be more like, you know, it's like Mets fans and it's Knicks fans. And historically, it's certainly been Jets fans and Giants fans. But this is definitely, we are in the territory of Yankees. Uh, Yankees fans in-, in need of some serious sports therapy. So the phone lines are open, and we're going to get to that. And Brendan Cuddy from the Athletic is going to join me, and and we'll talk about the Yankees. Um, topics for you to call in on. So obviously the Yankees got swept, and I thought last weekend, like the last few. I would say for like a month or so now, I keep, I keep coming on the air and saying things like, is this rock bottom for the Yankees? Is this the worst loss of the year? I, 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 you know, I keep saying these things. And today, not the worst loss of the year. But once again, got to ask, is this rock bottom for this 2023 Yankees team? Getting swept by the Red Sox again. Eight losses in a row. If they lose again on Tuesday, there's a day off. And you can see everybody's doing well with a day off. Maybe there'll be changes on Monday. Maybe. Uh, The only changes, possible changes, is that the Yankees could wake up and decide to call up some prospects. Look around the league. Other teams are doing it. They could try that instead of running the journeyman back out there day after day. Give their fans, throw the fans a bone and let them have a little fun. It's at least more fun to watch the young guys, even if they're failing, struggling, getting at bats. But at least somebody's first major league hit, someone's first major league stolen base, a great catch, whatever it is, a little bit. Teams that are stagnant and dying, which is the Yankees right now, get energized by prospects and young players who have that, in, that energy, that enthusiasm, that excitement to be there. And the fans get energized. Throw the fans a bone, man. Because this is bleak. So we're going to talk about the Yankees getting swept. Talk about the Jets and Giants match up on Saturday and it's preseason, doesn't matter, all that stuff. But and this year, for those people who even care, you know, usually there's the you know, ah, the Snoopy Bowl and whatever, MetLife Stadium, the preseason game has no meaning. But they play in the regular season this year. So this preseason has even less meaning. There's no bragging rights or any of that. But Aaron Rodgers is going to play on Saturday, and is that a good move? Is that the right decision? Aaron Rodgers playing. We'll talk about that and get into that. Um, and then what did we see? We had preseason games, Friday and Saturday, Giants and Jets. What did we see? What did we take away? We're going to talk all about that. And, of course, the Mets, um, look, It's not like the Mets are going anywhere, but the question, I mean, really, Mets-Yankees at this point for both is, what are we seeing now that, you know, what is there left to watch in terms of this season? What kind of hope is there, you know, if any, this season? Maybe not postseason hopes, but what is it that you want to see out of these teams and what impact can that have on the 2024 teams, Mets and Yankees? And who would have thought at the trade deadline a few weeks ago that the Mets decide to sell off And here they are, you know, 6-4 and in their last 10 games. And, yeah, it's easier playing, you know, unless you're playing the Braves. Um, The National League is definitely an easier league than what the Yankees are facing, um, playing all those AL East teams, no doubt. But they're still, you know... Braves and Phillies, Marlins, all of that in the NL East for the Mets. Tough teams there. The Nationals are playing better baseball. And there are the Mets. And their core suddenly deciding of hitters to wake up. And Pete Alonso and Francisco Lindor and Brandon Nimmo and even Jeff McNeil are all suddenly hitting. After a horrendous June, certainly a better July, and they look like they have a pulse in August. So what are we taking away, and what should the Mets be doing? I don't know if you heard. There was a press uh, the post-game press conference today. At the end, Buck Showalter got asked, why not? I think it was Mike Puma from the Post asked him, Why not take a guy like Carlos Carrasco out of the rotation at this point? What is there left to prove he's not gonna be on I mean, not gonna be on the team next year? And they thought you know, Buck Scholzer thought he, you know, that he was decent today, kept the Mets in the game. That's a pretty low bar at this point. Why not try? A Joey Lucchese, who they sent back down, who just had a good start, or Mike Vassell, Triple A Syracuse, just had a good start today at Triple A. Why not audition more pitchers for the 2024 Mets? And in the process, in 2023, see somebody. Maybe it would be better than Carlos Carrasco this year. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. All right, let's start with the Yankees. And what's wrong with them and how can they fix it? So that's one of my questions. But even bigger picture, here's what's so sorry and sad about where the Yankees are at right now. I was sitting there watching the game at home and thinking to myself, the Yankees are... What, what Hal has done, Hal Steinbrenner has done, the Yankees are no longer the evil empire. And I mean that, that's not a compliment to the Yankees. The evil empire was a good thing. The evil empire, that was like the Red Sox being angry, being uh, envious of all the money and and how the Yankees would go out and buy top players, how you couldn't outspend them, how to the Red Sox and other teams around the league, the Yankees and all their resources and their tradition, all of that felt like something that was hard to go up against, to compete against. The Yankees were that team that, if you were a fan then you love them. You grew up a Yankee fan and you love them. And if you did not grow up a Yankee fan, then they were in that category of teams that you love to hate. And every sport needs that. The teams you love to hate. That's not the Yankees. That's not Hal how, how Steinbrenner's Yankees. They're no longer the team you love to hate. Maybe they'll get that status back at some point. And yes, no one can take away the 27 championships. No one can take away old timers day. All the numbers retired at Monument Park, the history, the heritage, the pride, the pinstripes. Well, the pinstripes can't take that away. The pride that you can can't take away the history and the heritage. Can't take away the valuation of the, of the YES Network. Can't take away the Yankees being valued by Forbes at over $6 billion more valuable than any other baseball team. Can't take that away. But their current situation is really too sorry to hate. You hate teams that are good and, and that set the standard for the sport. And yeah, the Yankees have more titles, but the last one was 2009, 14 years ago. And you tell me, how far away does the next Yankee title feel? They won't make the postseason this year. Look, Aaron Boone got it right in his, post-season, in his post-game press conference when members of the media, Tyler Kempner and others, members of the media asking Aaron Boone about this Yankees team and if they you know, had still a chance for the postseason. And he rightly wouldn't even bite on the bait for that. He said, we have to win a game. Forget all of that. We have to win a game. He's right. Because if they lose on Tuesday for their ninth loss in a row, that'll be the first time in about 41 years that the Yankees have lost nine games in a row. 41 years. That's how bad this Yankees team is. They're close to. They lose on Tuesday. So they won't make the postseason this year. They are 17, one seven, 17 games behind the Baltimore Orioles in last place in the division. They are now six games back of the Boston Red Sox, who are one spot ahead of them in the division. And when it comes to the wild card, nine games back of the last wild card spot. They're a last place team. They did nothing at the trade deadline. They added in, actually, Middleton looks like a, a decent relief pitcher. Yankees are good at that, finding relief pitchers. They just got swept by the Red Sox. They are not George Steinbrenner's Yankees or Joe Torre's or Derek Jeter's Yankees. They're Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge. DJ LeMahieu, Anthony Volpe, they're there. They're those Yankees. Guys like Cole and Judge, Volpe, nice guys. Definitely. Volpe will get better. We saw it in today's game the resilience of the player. Makes a bad throw off a bad feed from Glaver Torres on a double play, potential uh, ball, throws it away, comes back later in the game and hits a home run to tie it up. And give the Yan- uh, Yankees a chance before they lose in what was a, a very tough, um, a very tough play at the plate, getting called out of uh, Falefa, trying to score. Um, but these Yankees, these are the Yankees of Hal, of Aaron Boone. They're instead of Aura and Mystique living at Yankee Stadium. They're about patience and positivity. They're the last place Yankees. And they're not just losing. They're boring. They have a day off on on Monday, tomorrow. Will there be changes? Maybe Everson Pereira, one of their top prospects, gets called up for the outfield. Austin Wells, maybe. Catcher DH. DH. But the Yankees now, it's it's now just gotten sad. And ask yourself this. If Hal Steinbrenner were to call you up and say he wanted your opinion, what would you do? How would you fix the Yankees? Because it seems to me right now, They don't really have a strategy. They're in no man's land. And they seem to be. Sort of swinging from one. like You know almost like a a, a sailboat. Just kind of listing from one side to the next. Everything's about the analytics staff. And everybody's blaming that the Yankees are too uh, reliant on analytics. That's what's. Dictating their player development. I've said this before. Analytics, not the staff, not the people. Analytics themselves is just information. It's data. It's information. Information, data, does not make decisions. People do. Analytics should help people make better decisions. But what seems to be happening with the Yankees right now is somewhere along the way, they got scared to make decisions. They got scared to have conviction. And so all they rely on apparently is data to make the decisions for them, for people, because they're scared To analyze it think about it themselves that's how it seems I'm not blaming the analytics team and staff for this they're supplying this they can give you what they think but then it should be combined with then the coaching staff taking a look at it with specific players and looking at how do I use this data best and customize it to these players this team this situation and by the way a lot of it is such a small sample size. How does this player, uh, this pitcher do against this hitter? They faced each other four times, five times. That's a small enough sample size that, yes, what you see today from that pitcher or that hitter is also relevant. That's a data point. That should be used, what your eyes also are telling you. And there were the Yankees, Explain to me the strategy of being this team that is supposedly, that is so organizationally reliant on data and analytics. And then in the middle of this season, they decide to fire their analytically driven hitting coach. So we're going to blame it on him. Okay. And who do they hire? Sean Casey, who has never coached before. So now we're going to a former player, but whose experience is, for the last 15 years, he's been talking about the sport on MLB Network. Well, you know what? For the last 16 years, I've been talking about the sport here on WFAN Radio. I have a newsflash for you. You should not hire me as a hitting coach. Now, I, I I don't mean to be a jerk here. I know he played and played for years and was a good major league hitter. I get that. But why not hire somebody who actually has coached before? Same thing. Your choice of Aaron Boone was somebody who also had played, certainly grown up with the game. The Boone family played Baseball, yes, but talked about it after he retired as a player. No managerial experience. This is New York and the Yankees. You can't hire guys who are experienced in these jobs, hire people with experience who therefore have the the courage of their convictions so that they can meet the analytics staff halfway. Look at the data together and based on experience, coaching, managing, in the game. Look at things together, meeting of the minds. Yankees are no longer, right now, Hal Steinbrenner's Yankees are not the evil empire. There's kind of the sad empire. Which is... Uh, it's time for them to uh, to make some changes. And will they? Starting with tomorrow, will we see any changes to the Yankees? In the off season? will they just... Make Aaron Boone the scapegoat? Bring in a new manager? Keep Brian Cashman? Same role, same process, same approach. Nothing changes. Or will they really evaluate and try and figure out what to do now? Bring in fresh thinking. Time for a new general manager. Time for an organizational overhaul. Time for Hal Steinbrenner. At least, you can't maybe eat every one of these contracts, but eat some money, trade someone off, try and get a little younger, a little more athletic, a little more interesting. And then invest in, don't leave positions like left field this year where we all know going into the season, it's it's open and exposed. Time for Hal to spend, but also time for the Yankees to be the evil empire again. Get back to relevance. Right now, they're not. 877 We got Yankees, problems. How would you fix them? What would you do? We've got Mets. Uh... Lost today, and why not? One of my questions I had written down right here. They won three out of four from a bad Cardinals team. Trevor Gott was bad. He got gotten today. Pete Alonso hit his 39th home run. But Carrasco being graded on a curve at this point. Buck Showalter saying he gave us a chance to win. That's true, but four innings and three runs is a low bar to get over. Why not put a Lucchese? Or a Mike Vassell in there. Good question by Mike Puma. And Giants and Jets. What did you see from Daniel Jones in the preseason? Darren Waller and the Giants. We'll talk about that. Um, A number of things popped off the page in the Giants preseason game that were exciting, that were interesting. Jalen Hyatt, Paris Campbell, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau and Wink Martindale. Some interesting stuff I want to talk about there. And then, of course, the Jets, the big news coming out. We can talk about their game, but the big news, of course, also coming out that Aaron Rodgers uh, plans to play in the preseason game coming up on Saturday, this Saturday, against the Giants um, in that final preseason game. Is that the right decision? Whose decision is it? The player, the offensive coordinator, the head coach, the general manager? 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. Take a quick break. We'll come back with your calls or on Twitter at L. Rubinson. Be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?